How much RAM space does your brain have? Hello and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose and today I want to take a quick look at hematospermia. Now, I've talked about the importance of CPD many times before on this podcast, about how it's important to find the balance between reviewing topics on which you know a lot and learning more about topics on which you know little. It is most likely that your knowledge about conditions you see regularly will be quite high, as you will not only learn from the repeated exposure to those conditions, but you will likely keep up to date through discussions with peers and will be naturally drawn to CPD opportunities in those areas, as you want to develop your knowledge and understanding on these topics as you see them often. On top of these more common presentations, we all then have areas of special interest, things that appeal to us more than others. Fractures is a common one, or concussions, or burns. Whatever your own particular interest may be, the fact that you enjoy it means that you will seek out courses and teachings on this topic, and also you'll be more likely to gravitate towards seeing those conditions within the clinic. Which then leaves the conditions which you do not see very commonly and which you might not have much of an interest. I would suggest that these are the things that we need to focus some of our CPD towards. But I feel we should probably do so in a way that is efficient, productive and also acknowledges that we only have a finite space in our brains. To be honest, these bite podcasts are my way of trying to fill in those gaps in my knowledge. I think it's beneficial to briefly mention and discuss a topic, make the word or the notion of the subject fresh in your brain, perhaps convey a small little nugget of information, just enough that when that condition comes into your clinic, you remember that you've recently read or listened about it, and most importantly, know where to find the reference to fill in the rest of the information. And so it is with today's topic on today's Urgent Bite. I've worked in urgent care here in New Zealand for about 13 years now, and in that time I've personally only seen one case of hematospermia, and that was a number of years ago now. Yet, whilst I was reading around another topic recently, I saw it mentioned, and so I thought that I would refresh my knowledge. Hematospermia might present through an urgent care clinic because it's likely to be something that causes considerable worry and concern to the patient. It is the presence of blood within the ejaculate, and it's difficult to find reliable data on incidence and prevalence because the patient will not often witness or examine their semen, and it's not usually associated with any pain to draw the attention. But if they do see blood, either fresh or dark, then it's likely to cause concern enough that they will head to their nearest urgent care. Now, in trying to find information about this topic, I found an article from the Australian Family Physician from 2015, which is well worth reviewing. I've also found an interesting patient advice leaflet on the website of the British Association of Urological Surgeons. 
So my brief take-home from reviewing these references is that hematospermia is usually benign and short-lived, caused most commonly by UTI or STI, or by trauma, including iatrogenic trauma from recent urological instrumentation. But it can be associated with some systemic conditions like TB and coagulopathies, and also, rarely, testicular and prostate cancer. So every patient, after a good history and physical exam, should have an MSU, an STI screen, a full blood count and coag panel, and if infection is found or suspected, then you treat it. But if it's an isolated episode in a man under 40, usually nothing else is further required. If they're over 40, or having ongoing episodes, or have concerning symptoms, clinical findings like an abnormal feeling prostate, risk factors or a family history suggestive of cancer, or they fail to respond to treatment, then urology referral should then be made. But given I've seen just one of these in the last 13 years, I'm not sure when I will see the next one. So, in reality, for preservation of my brain's hard disk space, I will likely retain that this is usually a self-limiting and benign condition, and then I will review the latest information to check what I need to do next in terms of investigation, management and disposal. And the paper in the Australian Family Physician is a good one to keep handy, and the patient handout from the British Association of Urological Surgeons is also good to refer to and also to give to your patient. Because, and I've said this before many times, we cannot retain this information all the time for all conditions that we see rarely, and information is also likely to be constantly changing. So I believe that for these rarer conditions, we need to retain the bullet point headline information and then know where to look the rest of the information up in an efficient manner. And this is one of the key components, I believe, of urgent care CPD. Every now and then, we need to drag the topic back to the front of the mind so it's there for future use. And I hope that these bites help draw your attention to these conditions, such as hematospermia, such that you can quickly refresh that random access memory. So do check out those two references I've mentioned. They're both linked in the show notes, and you should read through all of them to get a full picture of this condition. And we'll be back again next week with another podcast. I look forward to seeing you all then. But for now, thanks for listening. <laughs>